Moving on to the final leg of the podcast, uh, Mike, let's do a little Pat's parade. This is the rest of everything else we wanted to talk about that we just uh, reach into the old Patriots junk drawer sure. and see what else is going on. Uh, so Dante Scarnecchia was on the Greg Hill show Thursday, and he has been a frequent caller, a uh, frequent guest of the Six Rings podcast and a WEI. What did he say about Trent Brown that raised eyebrows? Like, what well, I, I, we all know how much Trent Brown loved him. And Trent Brown yep. was late. There was a canceled flight. People wonder if he still wants a new deal, wants more money. Probably not going to happen. But if he wants that one more big ass contract in the NFL, then he's going to have to get his big ass out there and start playing like the potential all pro that he was in 2018. And the guy who flashed at times last year and then at times seemed kind of disinterested. Yeah. Um, so Scar went on, obviously, Greg Hill. Um, another another shameless plug. Wrote about this one on the old weei.com. So you can go mm-hmm. check out the... Uh, the full the full blog but um yeah he was on and a guy who like you mentioned is uh was sort of credited for being able to reel Trent Brown in during his his first stint uh with the Patriots before getting the bag from from John Gruden and the in the old the old Raiders um but no Scar went on Greg Hill this morning basically talked about the veteran and said look uh it was the biggest thing was getting him to conform to the culture the standards uh that the players held in the room and once Trent re- realized that it was either time to fall in line or fall on his sword he found it easier to fall in line with everybody else. Um, he kind of went on to say that it also had to do with the players in the room and that David Andrews is a leader, a guy who mm-hmm. can do this um, and, you know, help him along. He mentioned that uh, Adrian Clem should also be a guy who can help Trent along, but, you know, they haven't really done that yet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, Trent wasn't there. He wasn't around. He had the – he missed the flight, which, again, I, not that I don't believe it, but – Figure it out. Get there. Don't fly commercial. I don't know. You're you're right. filthy rich. You just got paid by the Vegas Raiders. Like, come on. So, and by the way, what airline does he fit in? Yeah, good point. That's a very good point. That's at least two seats, even in first class. Like Trent Brown, I've seen him. My my yeah. line has always been like Trent Brown blocks two things: people in the sun. He's a yeah. massive specimen. I don't know what the hell yeah. airline he plot. Scar Scar does love him though, and I, this is sort of how I rounded out the whole thing with the, with the quote. And he said he likes him. Tremendous talent. Would love to see him there, able to do what he can do to help the team. Um, but they got to get him on board, and uh, it would really help them. So I think he thinks that they can get him on board, that they just haven't done it yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sort of in that boat. I think once you get him focused and you know ready to compete and ready to win, he's great. But he just needs to be all there you know, mentally. And Scar's really been the only guy so far that I've seen being able to do it. So it'll be a fascinating situation with what happens with Trent Brown come training camp. Yeah, it would be for sure. Uh, have you had a chance to catch any of the clips the, thus far on social or at the 30, the 33rd team.com from Bill Belichick's chat with his pal, Mike Tannenbaum. I wrote this up the other day for WA.com. Mm-hmm. The whole idea that Belichick, he loves curating the reputation, the aura of mystique, the curmudgeon being grumpy, giving people nothing. And, and that's what people always think of him. Oh, he's so crusty. Oh, he's such a dick. Oh, you know, he gets sort of gets off on this. And sometimes he does. But uh, at the same time, whenever he speaks to someone he respects, has worked with, uh, likes, you know, or as a fob, as we say, friend of Belichick, then you end yep. up getting that the gregarious out, you know, forthcoming, uh, sometimes even, da- you know, the wealth of knowledge and, you know, damn near affable Belichick. And that's who we get on these clips because he was talking with Mike Tannenbaum. And if you go to the, if you either follow at the 33rd team or go to the 33rd team.com, you can see these clips talking about how he believes the game has evolved. There's going to be a whole more, whole bunch more that they're going to uh, unveil as the summer progresses. 
but I love the clip about talking about the three goats that he coached. Yeah, uh, that's I, the I one not piece that, that I saw of it. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence Taylor, duh. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady, duh. And then he threw Matthew Slater in there as well. Yep. I was great. Like great. The fact that he gives. I mean, obviously, he brought Slater back to the team, convinced him not to retire. Uh, I thought that. I thought that was great. But if anyone's looking for a little extra Pat's porn or some Pat's content yeah, to help fill, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, speaking of television, football, football entertainment, hard knocks is trying to settle on a team for their latest season on HBO. And of course, streaming on max as they have now foolishly yes. rebranded it. The rebrand uh, is so odd. It's oh, so, it's so stupid. strange. It's so freaking strange. I don't get it at yeah. all. Uh, but so there's four teams that are eligible to do it. It's like the saints, the jets, the commanders, um, yep. And there's one other team. All four teams have said, no, we don't want to do it, even though the NFL can demand that they do it. So before the NFL had to force one of the teams to do it, they've gone back to the Detroit Lions to say, your, your hard knocks last year was so good. Your hard knocks last year had such great ratings. You were so compelling. We want you to do it again. And, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine the Lions are going to put golf through it again. That, no. they, you know. Dan Campbell may say yes. I, I don't know if it was a distraction or if it was a, an inspiration to them last year, but I just force the friggin' jets to do it. Just give us what we want. I want Rogers. I want Zach. Hard knocks. Dude, Zach Wilson, sauce Gardner. Can, is this finally the year for the jets? Can, what yeah. is Aaron? Like it, they're just so much weird and compelling uh, and, and interesting. Like this is a, like you've got a topic. Like it might be the most interesting the jets have been. Since that one back in 2009, the let's go get a goddamn snack. Let's go get a goddamn yeah. Yes, yeah, man. Like, yep. Let's do, make them do it. I mean, just drop the hammer. Yeah, that would let's be go. awesome. There's so much involved in that whole thing. You know, Salah, great coach, but, you know, if they fail, he could be a hot seat candidate. Obviously, Rogers coming into the fold. Brees Hall comes back from injury. Garrett Wilson's a stud. Mm -hmm. Their defense, like you said, guys like Sauce. I'm sort of repeating what you just said, but, again, it's like that's the perfect – that's what Hard Knocks is supposed to be all about is – the drama, the new things, new beginnings, turning a franchise around, like all those types mm -hmm. of stuff that you love to see in Hard Knocks. The Jets are all of it. So yeah, they should put their foot down if they can. I don't think they're going to, obviously, but uh, that would be that would be my pick as the New York Jets. Yeah, and I think the NFL can and should as well because that would yeah. make for by far the best one. You have to have missed yeah. the playoffs last year, uh, and there's some yep. other caveats as to how like what what qualifies for. Yeah, like you candidate. can't have a new head coach or something mm -hmm. or like a new coordinator. There's like a bunch of weird rules, but it make, can't be like the Colts. Old. Like they can't have the Cardinals or the Colts. Cardinals were also on the midseason hard knocks last year on. Right. I think that was on prime. Um, yeah. So uh, there's only four teams that call. Make the Jets do it. Come on. I want to see I Zach know. Wilson trying to make every day a nightmare for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Who yeah, him right. and him and Rogers apparently have a pretty good relationship. I remember even before Rogers ended up on the Jets, he was always a fan of Zach Wilson and you know tried to be a mentor for him. So even seeing that whole you know that room and that quarterback room dynamic unfold would be would be awesome. So if we can get that, I I haven't watched Hard Knocks in a couple of years, but if they do it this year, that's one I'm definitely watching. Uh, by the way, in the time that we were doing this podcast, Adam Pacman Jones, who is a known. Uh, ally if not close friend of deandre hopkins spoke on the pat mcafee show and the okay. takeaway quote for pat's nation was i don't think d hop leaves there i don't think he leaves without a deal mm. oh baby mm. Mm, 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 
You love to hear it. Now I would love to see it. Speaking of yeah, divas in the NFL, fun. big sound yes. bites. I wrote this up, uh, uh, rather, excuse me, I did a pod on it earlier this week. Um, I don't think it's getting covered quite enough. It's starting to pick up some traction. The noise is being made. There are rumblings out of Buffalo. What the hell is going on between Steph Diggs, Josh Allen, and the Buffalo Bills? Like, I'm sorry, where there's smoke, there's fire. And you last yeah. year... The, the the tailspin that team went into, begging to be beat by the Patriots, almost beat by the Dolphins, getting their lunch handed to them by the Bengals after the Bengals picked out all the good stuff, just trouncing them at home in that division round game. Um, that, that lasting indelible image of, you know, Steph Diggs on the sideline, arms raised like, what? What? To Josh Allen, who was just sitting there looking so tired, broken, and defeated. And to now have minicamp going on, Steph Diggs shows up, then leaves the building, and Sean McDermott is having to do the, oh, no, 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 it's, a, uh, well, I'm very concerned, but it's uh, totally yeah, fine, everything's so fine. It's excuse. What is going on? Like, he's already paid top five receiver money. He's getting $24 million a season. He can't be looking for more money. This isn't about money. Is it they want, does he want more looks? Does he want more of the offense run through him? Um, is there something he's unhappy about team-wise, quarterback-wise, like, since we know next to nothing and Buffalo is doing everything they can to clamp down on leaks. What do you think this is all about? It was, that was super odd. Again, his whole very concerned comment at first I went into my, uh, Oh, he wants out of there. Uh, I did my whole Patriots meme with the Squidward pointing funny business, mm -hmm. you know, bring him here. But then I thought like, okay, he was in the building the day before he's paid top dollar and then doesn't show up. I was like, is it, is he Okay. Like when he says he's very concerned, like is Deon is uh DeAndre Hopkins is is Stefan Stefan Diggs? I'm losing it. Is Stefan Diggs like around? Is he missing? Like what's wrong with Stefan Diggs? And then it obviously came out that he came back and you know everything was fine. But yeah, an odd situation. Um, I don't know if he's just sick of you know the the room, sick of what's mm -hmm. going on in Buffalo. Clearly the stuff that happened, but. Him and Josh Allen seem again to be on okay terms. I think Diggs posted a picture of them together at uh, at practice. So um, right. all seems to be well uh, up in Orchard Park. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to continue. Well. Um, but again, if you're getting paid, you're getting the ball, and you make the playoffs every single year, that's just about all you can ask for. So mm -hmm. for him to you know ask out is kind of strange. But I think ultimately, I think things are going to be fine. Yeah, I I have played I have planted you know, my flag in this ground. Things are going to be. Fine. I yeah. do not. I do not. I, as I say to Hart and on the radio and wherever our voices will be found across the WEEI network and Six Rings. I I don't mind being the lone resident of unpopular Take Island and go ahead. So and you think he's going to get traded? Then you think they'll? No, they'll I just think him? this is no. I think this is where the Buffalo okay. Bills season, the turnaround for their season begins. You marry okay. this. You marry this like peanut butter peanut butter to bread like uh, I, with the madden thing going on the fact that josh is the madden cover boy and the bills are on there the way last season ended i thought last season was their chance to redeem themselves come back yeah. and get theirs after the 13 seconds infamous defeat in kansas city they blew it they had now they had too much on their shoulders obviously they were emotionally exhausted so some yeah. may say no this is the year they get after it i don't know i ain't buying it i think there's been too many injuries too many losses too many expectations too much pressure on them now and I think that well, you've they heard my had. you've heard my AFC East hot take here on the Six Rings Pod that uh the Jets are going to win the AFC East, not the Buffalo Bills. So correct. Look, if the Bills demise is there, Jets can win the division. Heck, maybe even the Patriots should they sign one DeAndre Hopkins can get mm -hmm. themselves in the mix. So we'll see. But no, I, I'm with you on not being as high on the Bills, but 
I still think Diggs is going to probably be there and probably still be the the one of the better wide receivers in the division. So yeah, we'll see probably. Uh, maybe this is just me, my desire for the Bills to suck <laughs> again. Is, cl- is cloud exact, which is fine. At yeah. least I manage it. At least I'm honest about it. What does Hart always say? Absolutely. Well, the truth is never mean. I'm being honest. The truth is, yep. I want the Bills to suck again. So how about that? And lastly, uh, this news broke while we were podcasting. Old pal Antonio Brown, uh, part owner or majority owner of the uh, Arena Football League, uh, oh, Albany okay. Empire. It has just been announced. The Albany Empire is not in compliance with the rules and regulations of the <laughs> Arena Football League. Of course, he it's has not. been. He has been kicked out. His team, not just him, his whole damn team has oh been God. kicked out of the Arena Football League. How do you like that? Uh, it's it's perfect. I wouldn't expect anything less from Antonio Brown to just be doing something stupid and getting himself screwed over and the people that he brings into his team and brings into his circle, screwing all of them over once again. He's done it so many oh. times over. If he was... You know, if I don't know if it's CTE, I don't know if it's mental health. I don't know what the problem is with Antonio Brown, but he was and probably still could be one of the best wide receivers on planet Earth. Absolutely. He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable as a football player, but he just can't keep it squared away. And it's kind of too bad to see. But yeah, I mean, again, the fact that, like you said, he goes off, he tries his next venture and gets his whole team uh kicked out of the league that is that is pure uh antonio brown for you so. it is a thousand percent pure uncut street grade <laughs> antonio brown yep it's a damn shame because yeah if he kept his as uh marshawn lynch would always say if he kept his mentals together then he right. would still probably be in the league and be a top earning top producing receiver but when you you know run off the field taking off your equipment at metlife stadium when your team's playing the jets do you know shirtless jumping jacks uh, it's just the, the everyone is better off until he either gets his stuff together, yep. gets his ish fixed. Since then he's had fights. Uh, he's been, he's exposed himself in pools in Dubai. There've yep. been uh, accident, you know, allegations of inappropriate, sexually inappropriate behavior. Like I can't imagine what anyone would want to do with this guy. Like he is hot, not hot as in like sexy, attractive or buzzing, like radioactive hot, like yes. stay as far away from, him as you can until further notice because it is just plain dangerous all right mike that'll do buddy we've wrapped up the pats paree we talked some d hop ran through your roster projections and more folks if you get a chance mike and i'll be back on the terrestrial airwaves the frequency modulation 93.7 fm weei and of course the weei sports radio network saturday of father's day weekend from 1 to 4 p.m give us a listen if you get a chance Please subscribe to the Six Rings Pod at Six Rings Pod. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Give Mike a follow at Mike Cadlick. And of course, I'm at Fitzy GFY. For producer Justin Turpin and everyone at WEI, Odyssey and 2400 Sports. This is Nick Fitzy Stevens and Mike. We need we need some. Andy is Andy Jumbo Hart. We're gonna have to figure out a Mike, you know, something something, something yeah. Cadlick. Yeah. Mike uh, something Cadlick. <laughs> my and this is Mike something Cadlick for the there Six Rings of Football Things podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. As always, good day. God bless. Go Pats. Go Pats.